Welcome to the Four Verticals Podcast, your home for all things football. This week we'll be joined by Central Arkansas quarterback Braylon Smith. Braylon finished top five this past season in passing yards in the FCS while leading his team to a playoff appearance. Welcome to the Four Verticals Podcast. Today I'm joined by Central Arkansas quarterback Braylon Smith. Braylon, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining. So I'd like to first start out and uh, ask uh, you, how did you end up getting into football? And maybe if you could tell us a little bit about your pre-high school days and your youth football. Yeah, so um, I've pretty much been playing uh, football my, you know, as soon as you can start. I started a little league in fourth grade and, um, you know, just through family, my my dad played um, in college. My uncle played in college for Oklahoma and then played for the Raiders for um, seven or eight years and you know my grandpa he coached high school football and um, you know my mom's a brother she my uncle he played football so it's kind of been a, a in the family for a long time I'm from a, a just a sports um, you know driven you know background so uh, but I've been playing for a while and then you know played little league fifth fourth fifth and sixth grade and then went to middle school ball and then uh, junior high ninth grade and then um kind of a crazy story i ended up uh my second game of ninth grade i dislocated uh my kneecap and so oh, wow. I, yeah i didn't play the the i only played like one and a half games in ninth grade and then um uh you know i was like you know what i'm just go and play basketball and you know went to basketball basketball is good and then come <laughs> after basketball season comes spring football time going into my 10th grade year, going in high school, I actually quit. I wasn't going to play football, and um, my granny actually called my ninth grade football coach, and um, they pulled me out of class, and I had to go down there and sit with uh, my ninth grade football coach, my ninth grade uh, basketball coach, and they kind of, you know, let me have it, talked me back into it. And that was the first day spring football started, so I had to go to the go to high school, uh, Coach Ashcraft at the time, and, I had to, you know, ask him if I could, you know, come back on the team and and then, you know, started my that's where my high school career actually started, but I wasn't even going to play. Wow, that's crazy. The road almost completely changed for you, but I know uh, I'm sure a lot of guys are glad that you ended up uh, having that talk and getting back into it. Yeah, I I am too. I don't really know what I was thinking. I guess I just kind of was being impulsive making a Save myself or the coaches. My granny saved me from making a bad decision. Well, actually, um, talking about the knee, how did that end up? Uh, how did you end up recovering from that? How was that uh, rehab process? And you know, I know if I had that kind of injury, I might be a little hesitant too to come back onto the field. How did that work out for you? Yeah, it really it wasn't you know anything too bad. It's just kind of a more of a you know my body at the time body was changing. I was growing. And just kind of having, you know, some issues and just putting a lot of, you know, torque on some of the areas in my body. And um, the rehab wasn't too – it really wasn't too bad. I just came back. I put a little brace on it. And then I um, – and I just kind of – I just kept playing. And then um, it, it it wasn't too bad. I, just, I jumped right back into basketball after that. So I just – more uh, for me, I just chose to sit out the, the whole um, – the rest of the season because I would – was potentially may have just been back for one game and um, I was just trying to get ready for basketball. 
Yeah, I can feel that not wanting to risk anything going into a new sport and new season. Yeah, it 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 wasn't it wasn't as bad as it sounds. So obviously going back into it and going into spring ball, uh, how did did you end up getting the start your sophomore year then, or moving on from the injury, or tell me about when you ended up moving into varsity and how that went. I did so um, at my school or where I was Conway. Uh, we were 7A at the time. There, there's no more 7A. It's just 6A now. But um, we, high school is 10th, 11th, and 12th. So when I came up for spring ball, I ended up winning the job um, in spring. And then that's kind of things kind of took off from there. I was, you know, I was um, at the time 14, and I was just, you know, playing and just not really knowing what was going on, just, you know, trying to rear back and chunk it as much as I could. But, um, yeah, so I ended up winning the job in spring ball. And then uh, fast that was like May, June. Uh, fast forward to July, I believe, I went to a camp at, um, at UCA, and they offered me there when I was 14, right before I turned 15. And oh, wow. That kind of kicked some things off for me. And, um but yeah, that's 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 where it all really started. Now, do you have any um, specific games or maybe memories from high school that you'd want to talk about? Oh, I have a couple. I remember more of the bad stuff than than, than anything. Yeah. Uh, but um, I remember my tenth grade year. We were in the semifinals uh, playing Bentonville, and you know, ended up having a couple turnovers in that game that we probably should, didn't need to have, and we ended up losing by seven. Um, let's see if we can if I can find some good things. I got too many bad memories. But uh, I remember 10th grade year, we had a pretty big game against Greenwood. They're the number one team in the state. They were on a this huge uh, win streak. They went on – I don't think they lost for like two years or something, and uh, game came down to a final field goal, and we actually tipped the field goal, and it looked like it was uh, – we were up one at the time, and uh, it was 21-22. to 22. We were up, tipped the field goal. It barely goes in, and we ended up losing 24-22. Oh. to 22. That was a tough one, too. It was a heartbreaker right there. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was, that was was a tough one. A couple games against Springdale Harbor, that was pretty good. So I, I have a ton of memories, but – um, for me, the things that stick with me, you know, the games that probably didn't go so well or certain situations where there are turnovers that, you know, we didn't need to have, stuff like that. Well, yeah, I know some of those uh, less than pleasant memories, you know, they definitely can help you um, when they stick around, correct things, and, you know, remember the feeling and know you don't want to experience that again. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on, um how did the recruiting process go for you? If you could walk us through that. It was, it was good for me, you know, um, just being from Conway and, um, UCA offered me so early on, I, I developed a really good relationship with coach Brown and, um, you know, it's still kind of, I didn't commit until the, the, I'm pretty sure it was like July that, that summer before my, um, before my senior year of football, and, you know, just the relationship that I had Coach Brown was really good. He always stayed in touch. Um, I obviously had seen the success that he had had at UCA. Grew up watching him and um, just kind of, you know, I, I watched a lot of UCA football. But um, there, there's a couple other 
options, but um, just didn't seem like that was the best for me, and I, I wanted to, to stay home. And I really felt like UCA would um, give me the best option, not only as a football player, but to develop as a person, as a, as a student athlete. So, um, but oh, it was good. There's there's nothing that you know I regret about my recruiting process. I enjoyed it. I, you know, looked at all the options and found the UCA was the best option for me. Yeah, no, it's definitely got to be a little bit more when you, like you said, they gave you the offer at 14 and you had time to develop relationships with the coaching staff and with guys there to really cement your decision. Yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely, for sure. It was, it was, it was fun. I enjoyed the process. So how did the transition from high school to college, not only uh, on the field, but in the classroom and being able to juggle a full-time schedule, how did you handle that? Uh, it, was, it was definitely a little bit different for me, just learning how to navigate around, you know, around campus, how things go. Um, but, you know, the school stuff kind of, you, you catch on to that pretty quick because you have to, and then you have study hall and all that stuff. But um Football-wise, the game is from a quarterback perspective. It was a, it was a lot faster for me. Um, there are some things that weren't bad, but just kind of trying to process the whole thing and then um, come into a situation where you're not the guy and sitting behind Hayden at the time that was great. And one of the best things for me when I got to college was was from a football perspective was redshirting. I got to mature. I got to. Um, at the time, we had one of the best defenses in the country, so I got to um, scout team every day. We were going against the best, and, and then you get some – you build some toughness, not just physical, but, you know, mental toughness of, you know, those guys getting after you every day. But but we definitely um, had our days where, where we got after them, and I had fun with it. You know, once I figured out that uh, red shirting was going to be, you know, the best way for me, I you know, our group, we really just – took that head on and we tried to compete every day and you know there's days where it got a little rough out there but it was fun I enjoyed it um that, that group of seniors uh an upperclassman that we had um that year I redshirted 2016 it was great it was, they helped me a lot so I know moving then into your uh red shirt sophomore year I believe when you first got the start how did that situation for you um battling out for your spot on the starting uh, 11 and you know moving into that spotlight how did that affect you and how did you go through that um yeah it wasn't really um it, it wasn't too bad I, we kind of saw it coming I had a, a great spring going into that you know first year of starting and um you know it was good you know I felt prepared I felt like I was um you know really starting to kind of hit my stride and we had a couple games under my belt, and then, you know, of course, the injury happened at Sam Houston game four. And um, after that, it was it was kind of tough just because I felt like we were really, as a team, starting to, you know, get things rolling. But um, but it was good. That was a, definitely another learning experience, another, um, you know, time for me to sit back. And, you know, Luke stepped in and did an amazing job. I mean, he, you know, he, he did the best that, you know, I think he could. And, um, he played well. He gave us chances to win games, and and I got to watch all that. So that was that was definitely good as well. So a question I've always been curious: um, going into a matchup against, let's say, an FBS school, is there a little bit more preparation that goes into those, or anything special that you guys do, or are those just another day in the office for you guys? 
Um, for me, it's just another day in the office. Um, you know, some people say they do things different. Obviously, coming out of fall camp, you get a little bit more extra time, but um, sometimes too much time can be dangerous, and you never want to, you know, create a, a a game plan that's too complicated or too much. So, you know, for me, I treat it like, um, you know, I treated Western Kentucky, Hawaii, just like they were they were anybody else, and you know, I prepared for them the best way I could. I put in. Uh, you know, my extra time every week and just tried to go out on, on Saturday and attack them the, the best I could. So going back to the injury against Sam Houston, I know that would have been, uh, I believe, the second of your football injuries, and I know that you ended up having surgery on that one. Um, and obviously you made a great recovery from it, but can you tell me, you know, how it was being on the sideline maybe, you know, through the – rehab and getting back to 100% and then also maybe some stuff that you learned from having that perspective? Yeah, um, definitely it was tough. Initially it was tough, especially um, because through recruiting I'd always seen, you know, UCA, Sam Houston, that was a really big game. And going into that year of me starting, the first year of me starting, um, that one was tough for me because that game was kind of, you know, I wanted that game really bad. Um, not only for myself, but for our team, for the university. Um, it, I, I don't know. There's just kind of something about that game that drove me. And um, at the time in the game, we were we were pushing. We were, we were making a, a comeback. We were, we were playing really well. And um, we were about to score. We were on, like, I'd just thrown a pass, and we were on, the, like, the three-yard line. So, um, you know, that was tough. But being able to, you know, take a step back, watch everybody, um, see how our team rallied around the situation um, that was good to see and, and and you know that changed the perspective you know of um, some perspective for me for sure so then going into your next season um, I know that you put up some great numbers and helped your team push all the way to the playoffs um, how did um, you know obviously a lot bigger national audience watching that one was there anything, you know, tell me some of the feelings you felt going into that one. Obviously not the outcome that, you know, you guys wanted, but can you talk to me a little bit about that one? Yeah, this year we had a – we definitely – our team was uh, a lot younger, but we had mm-hmm. guys that could definitely make plays everywhere. And I think that worked to our advantage um, a lot. We had a, a bunch of young guys on, you know, on offense that really started to blossom this year, one in – you know, Lawan Winningham before he got injured, you know, Tyler Hudson. Um, you know, of course we had Carlos at running back and, and Kier and, and some other guys, Dwight Blakey and Gerard Barnes. So it, it was good. We definitely got a lot more recognition just because of, you know, the, the some of the comebacks that we had and beating Western Kentucky and uh, some of those games. But it, it was good. Humbling to go and play a, a Illinois State team that was, you know, big and physical, and for them to come get after us like they did, definitely humbling, but um, it was a great experience. It was a great experience. And then building from there, uh, I know with all the closing and social distancing and uh, corona effects that are going around right now, how is your team and you more specifically, uh, you know, staying in football shape and training? I know that you'd have a lot of spring stuff going on right now. How are you guys adapting to that? Yeah, there's still a couple guys here um, um, that that live off campus, and we're we're throwing a couple times a week, so that that's one thing. But 
one of my hobbies. I do a lot of roping in my free time, so I have a lot of free time now. So I am actually staying, you know, doing a lot of that, staying outside, trying to be as active as possible, um, you know, trying to bulk up a little bit while I got the time. Um, so that, that's really all I've, all I've been up to. Can you just talk to me then a little bit about what you and your team are going to be, you know, emphasizing in and closing it on to maybe take the next step and move into the, you know, semifinal or even the finals of the playoffs this year and try and make that push? I know you said you had a younger team last year and to see what you guys might be able to accomplish this year. Yeah, I think we're, we'll just be more mature. I think we'll understand, of, you know, the goal isn't to be a, a second-round playoff team. That's that's not what we're striving for. That's not the goal. Um and I think our team going into this next year will understand that. I think we'll, uh, the expectations will definitely be high, but that's okay. That comes with the territory. When you when you win the big games and, and you come off a conference championship win, um, that's the expectation, and, and think everybody's good with that. And um, that, that's what we're striving for, just understanding that we, we're simply um, going to be a top team in the country and then working, not only saying it and believing it, but actually – putting the work in behind it, preparing each and every week, and, and being consistent with that. Yeah, no, some definitely some great things to strive towards. Would there be any guys maybe at the next level that, you know, have either influenced you in the past when you were growing up or guys that are playing right now that you may model your game after a little bit? Um, Not necessarily. You know, my thing is I just like to watch good football. So I, I watch a lot of football. I don't really have a, a team that I watch or anything or – a specific person that I try to model my game after. I just try to take what I have and be the best version of myself that I can be uh, each and every day. And, you know, I've, I've never really been big into, well, you know, I'm going to try to do this like that person. I just try to do my job the best way I can. And um, and, and that's, that's just kind of my, my view and my take on it. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it, you know, building off of yourself. Is there any particular trait of your game that you want to really key on and, you know, take to the next level this off season and building into next season? Um, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, last year you go back and watch the games. I had way too many turnovers. I put the ball in jeopardy way too many times, and that ended up costing us some games. So that's something that, you know, I, I worked on over, you know, spring, even though we, you know, only got about nine, ten practices in. But definitely something that I've been paying a lot of attention to and, um, you know, trying to cut that number in half or even less. So um, that, that one specifically, because um, those turnovers, like turnovers, will, they'll cost you a game, especially when you're playing teams that um, the, those good teams sort later in the year. Yeah, no, that's um, definitely a great thing to be working on and to, you know, just be able to cut them down and really that helps a team a lot. I know the turnover battle is something that a lot of coaches work on and I'm sure that through, you know, I'm sure you're watching lots of film now and trying to key in on that and it'll definitely pay off for the season. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, growing up, did you have any maybe role models or influences that you'd like to talk about? Um, not, not really. You know, I'm just kind of a big family oriented person. Um, I like hanging out with my family. Uh, I like hanging out with my friends. Uh, but, but no, not, not really necessarily a role model. So I know that, like you said, going through the recruiting process and did you continue to play basketball throughout high school? And was there ever a moment 
after that coming back to the field that you thought that you might end up choosing that route? Uh, yeah, there actually was. So initially that was why I had quit football because I was kind of from a big basketball family and, uh, well, really both technically, but, uh, basketball was a lot, you know, bigger in my family. My dad had played and his brother played college football, but, uh, my grandpa, he played college basketball. My mom played college basketball. My uncle and his wife played college basketball. So, and they all did that at, or everyone but my grandpa did that at UCA. So definitely was, that was going to be the focus. But after um, UCA offered me when I was 14, I, the, it kind of flipped. It was like, all right, well, now football is what we're going to focus on. And uh, we're just going to play basketball just to kind of do it. And once I got the season, my 10th grade sophomore season of basketball, it was just like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to leave that and focus solely on on football yeah no that makes sense zeroing in on uh, the future um are there any guys on your team this year maybe on either side of the ball that you think that people should be watching out for any guys that either are going to have what you would think a breakout season or guys that are going to continue to build off and you know really light up the national spotlight yeah the first one that comes to mind is Robert Rochelle our corner I mean he's that dude is just an impact player. It's almost like the bigger bigger the game, the the better he is. That he's the first one that comes to mind. He, you know, he had a against the you know the, our tougher competitions. He's always stepped up and made plays. Uh, Lawan Winningham just, you know, he had an amazing first five games of his season this year before breaking his arm against Sam Houston. I mean, he played five games and had. 800 and something yards it's kind of unreal oh wow Um, tyler hudson he you know freshman freshman of the year he had an amazing season he had close to a thousand as well um he's gonna you know fully expecting him to mature and and have a great year uh receiver um gerard barnes another another guy that's just you know he's just a moment away from you know having a, a year just like those other two guys i mentioned but uh, def- definitely a couple guys. You know, our, our team, the for the most part, we'll, we're all going to be back. Um, we're going to be more mature. So I'm I'm excited for this group. Definitely um, excited for for what we have coming back and and what what I'm going to have to work with. Without those guys, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. So um, definitely helps having some some big time weapons like them around. Well, I know we're all excited to see what you guys have in store this season and, you know, building off of the success you had last year. Um, are there any maybe tips or advice or just some general thoughts? Um, you know, I think now where we are kind of in the world, everybody's, you know, a little bit discouraged with all this stuff going on. just want to, you know, encourage people to keep their heads up, um, stay as positive as possible. You know, a smile can go a long way in, in these times and, um, we can all do our part to to make that happen. So um, that you know, that's just what I'm trying to do. You know, just trying to keep progressing each and every day. Um, you know, just stay in contact with my guys and make sure they know that. You know, just because we're away, I'm still about. I'm still let them know that. You know, all this stuff's going to be over um, sooner rather than later, and and we'll get back to work. There's some great words of encouragement. I know we're all looking forward to football starting up again. Well, I'd just like to uh, give you another big thanks for coming on. I know 
that a lot of people are going to be excited to listen and hear what you had to say. And, uh, yeah, just another, again, thank you for uh, giving the time to come out and talk. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning into the Four Verticals podcast. Make sure to like and follow us on all social media platforms and share with all of your friends. Next week, I'll be joined by UNLV quarterback Kenyon Oblad as he shares his football experience with us. Make sure to stay tuned.